Mothership, broadcasting from the Sierra Nevada desert. This week, we go back to our humble origins and see how we all started as geeks. I'm your host, Bobby. I'm your host, Casey. Back with us again, Jordan. Hello. I don't know why they let me in. <laughs> Trying again. We'll see maybe this time if he can actually get it together. No, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> run it back. Run it back. Run it back. <laughs> yeah. Wanted to just kind of talk about where we all started and kind of what made you into gaming. Because uh, we all kind of hit this point, same time era, where it could have easily switched to like, oh, instead of playing Call of Duty Halo, I'm going to go play football. Or I'm yeah, my dad play. tried to get me into baseball. Yeah, I, I did... Uh, Pop Warner, NYS football for a little bit, and then, well, a little bit, five years. And then <laughs> high school, my freshman year. And then I just thought, after that, I, it was so hard. I think we touched on this last week, or we, I definitely had this conversation, but yeah. it's so hard for me to take coaching orders, especially for, like, fitness, from some guy who definitely can't do the thing that he's asking me <laughs> to do. A lot of the guys that I played football with, like, they were just athletes. I could just see that they're athletes. So for them, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go run a lap yeah. because coach told me to. But my brain, he was like, go run laps. And I'm like, how about you fucking run laps, fat boy? <laughs> so it was just different. And then to put it together, my football coach was also my wrestling coach. And me and him never saw eye to eye. And then I took AP biology my freshman year. And he was also my AP biology teacher. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, and it, it was so awkward being the only guy in biology yeah. calling him coach instead of Mr. Lopez. It was so, <laughs> it was so weird. But Mr. I don't know. Lopez, I just. Can, can I get the. Hey, coach! Yeah, exactly. Um, it was just, I don't know. You can kind of take two divergent paths, um, and it just seems that yeah. we all kind of took the, the gamer path. So, Bob, what is one of your earliest video game memories video game wise my earliest memory was going over to my uncle's house and his son had a dreamcast a sega dreamcast we're talking real super high-tech consoles here but no i was just enthralled with it whatever game he was playing i was sitting by the tv and watching it my parents were like wow that's the only time he's ever shut up for more than five minutes (laughs) and then they ended up getting me a playstation i didn't know what it was because i had only seen a dreamcast and it just went from there. I was really bad at video games up until I was about probably 15. Still pretty bad at them. Still pretty bad at them. <laughs> but I don't know. I've just always had fun playing them. Being an only child and growing up in a small town, you either play sports with all the other kids or you play video games. And then once you become a teenager, it becomes video games and drugs and just yeah. goes from there. You either get a concussion and fuck your brain up or you do drugs and fuck Hey, your man, brain. CTE <laughs> is, a, is a good time. Is a, is a, is a good t- <laughs> uh, it's a good time. Um, so, Jordan, what was your, what are some of your earliest memories? One of my earliest ones was actually kind of the same thing as Bobby. Being at my uncle's house, he was just this much like me now, the single guy that just lived with a roommate or whatever. And I, my parents would dump me over there because I liked hanging out with my uncle sometimes. And he would let me play on his uh, his Dreamcast, PlayStation. He had a sixty four too. But it wasn't until later that I got into, that I really, like, got into it, if that makes sense. Like, I was very much, a, if the opportunity presented itself, I would play on the said console. But I never really wanted it as a kid until a little later on. So, one of my earliest ones that I actually can physically remember is PS1 right when it came out. Playing with my cousin, or not playing yeah. with, but, like, watching him play uh, Final Fantasy series. 
Dad tells me all the time, we had Sega Channel back when that was a thing, and I loved playing Earthworm Jim. Yeah. No physical memories no. of this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think I think he loved playing Earthworm Jim, and then it was just, I yeah, was there. Yeah, he was so good while it's just 12 hours of him just playing. Very much like <laughs> let your brother play with the unplugged controller yeah, type situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you're controlling the you're one guy. You're doing great, yeah. Casey. You're doing great. But watch, I remember like watching my cousin play the Final Fantasy series and just being enthralled because watching him play and he was just so hyper-focused in the game because you're reading dialogue and he's reading it at like fucking a million miles per hour it felt like. So to me it was just a movie watching him play through it in its blocky situation. From there kind of developed into I remember playing Star Fox not understanding anything Mm -hmm. just flying around not understanding objectives or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Same with Ocarina of Time, playing that on the 64, yeah. not knowing what the fuck. Oh, yeah, about. I just saw this fucking thing coming down from the sky. I'm like, that looks like that sucks. So yep. I'm going to go hit this thing. <laughs> um, and then just, like, kind of from there, the first game that I can, like, really remember understanding, like, okay, go from point A to point B, do the platforming thing, was Crash Bandicoot. And that definitely just set down this path. Yeah, and even yeah. now when they released the uh, Insane Trilogy, there was just, I was like, I need to buy this game and just play the yeah. fuck. And yeah. then I remembered very quickly, I hate this fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> it is so damn hard. Actually, that segues perfectly into my start, which was on the PS2, Jack and Daxter oh, blew my yeah. fucking mind. Like, oh, yeah. a- as a kid back then, whole it was just, it was completely different from anything else I've ever seen. So for me, I had that same moment with Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, no, yeah. same thing. Ratchet yeah, and yeah. Clank was just, there was something to that where I was just, I love all these characters. Yeah. Same with, like, uh, GTA 3, when that came out in San yeah. Andreas, I remember losing hours with my, my friends, friends did let yeah. me play GTA. and just having the notebook <laughs> yeah, yeah. cheat codes oh dude oh it was the best and like i remember so my cousin had game shark for yeah. the the playstation and playstation 2 and i remember thinking to myself like even though this should be more technologically advanced than a, a notebook yeah. it's just not there was something about doing the up down up down circle circle now i have unlimited ammo yeah you felt Fantastic. like you felt like a hacker because you were like putting yes down the exactly or whatever. Yeah. especially when so. you did like when the Matrix games came out, just playing those with the Chico's. I was like, this is the experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. That. Yeah, so it, it was funny how it got to the point where you were better at memorizing how to spawn a tank in GTA than math questions. <laughs> yeah. like so you're Very, like, oh yeah, I can memorize this twelve digit thing because I want to spawn it in and I enjoy doing it, but then. Oh yeah, like twelve times four. Yeah, you, you got me fucked. There, yeah, dude. you are you are hitting the high notes on that one. Yeah. That all falls back to growing up. There were two big games on the PlayStation that caught my attention. One was Spider Man. I love Spider Man. Yeah. It's my favorite hero. Which like everybody's favorite hero is Spider Man. Mine's different. It's so good too because like now that you say that, I so vividly remember like the fog and that yes. was how they cut the the buildings. Yeah. And you could, like, there were levels where you could web swing, and then there were levels where you fought. Like, you didn't get both of those intermingled, and you were getting, like, led around by Black Cat. So if it's the same Spider-Man game, actually, no, it might have been, no, I think it was a PS2, not PS3 yet. When you web swung, you didn't have to connect to a building. You yes. just web swung in the fucking yeah, air. And yeah. You're like, oh, this is exactly how it's supposed to be. Well, so the one on the PlayStation <laughs> 1 was on PC and uh, Nintendo 64 and the PlayStation. 
and then the movies came out. Yeah, and they no, released that's, the movie. That's yeah, what yeah, I was yeah. thinking of. Yeah. The the second Spider Man movie game was actually amazing because I remember the later, like the but... fat spider on yeah. the back of the Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh <laughs> man. Much like you and Crash Bandicoot, me and my mom used to play Spyro the Dragon like all the time. Those were uh, those were my Jimmy Jams. The yeah. thing is, is we didn't have a memory card, so like we would get as far as we could, oh, and then we were done playing, one and, done. The and then we would turn it back on, and we we're like, "What? No!" The true speed. Run. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you had to get good at the levels to progress into the yeah. next level before the day's over. I mean, with that being said, though, when the Reignited trilogy came out, I blazed through the first game on oh, my Switch because yeah. it just like all it, muscle memory. Yeah. <laughs> so, the same thing with uh, the Insane Trilogy, going back to like Crash mm-hmm. 1, yeah. it was so much of just like, I remember this so fondly. And yeah. then getting to that first like tiki level where you have to like hit and the plates spin. Oh, yeah. And it, it was like the giant wall or something, but you had to like make this huge ascension. And I remember as I was playing it as an adult. Easy peasy. But there was this one part where, like, my PTSD kicked in, and I was like, (laughs) fuck this spot. Like, I have to get past it as quickly as possible so I don't run back. Because I would just fall, and it would just drive me up a wall. Well, down the wall. Down the wall, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Down the wall. No, but it is funny how you go back to certain games, and you're like, why was I such an idiot? And there's other games now, like, I just want them to just cut it, remaster it, and do it like uh, NFL Blitz. I loved that game so much. And, like, the NBA Street games, like, yeah, those were so – compared that. to your Maddens and your NBAs that we get now, like, they're cool, but those were those were it for me. Like, those were the those were the hot ones. Yeah. And, yeah. like, there was a football game that came out on the 360 called Blitz the League. Yeah. Where you could, like, snap bones, yeah. pop lungs. Yeah. It was just – Well, it, it encapsulated that, like, free-form – Foot, back street football kind yeah, of shit yeah. where you're doing dumb stuff like that. And to me, that was where I like I got that that sports fix of yeah. like you can't break bones on the field, but <laughs> I can break them in the game, and that's just as good for me. Yeah. yeah. So I played, I did play football my entire freshman year, and it was cool until like I didn't get a lot of play time because I didn't go to summer uh, because I was supposed to go to like a different high school, and I couldn't really decide because I wanted to do not your normal high school thing. So I wanted to figure out what I wanted to do. And a lot of my friends were going to Southeast Career in Tech that was getting built at the time when we were in middle school. And I was like, I don't want to go and do that with you guys. So I went to Valley to do their hospitality and tourism where I could still play football. Because to me, that was like iconic. Um, And where Southeast didn't offer a sports program. So I did that for the first year. And because I didn't go to summer camp, I didn't get a lot of playtime. So the position that I played, I was second string. First guy got a concussion. Shocker. Wow. (laughs) So not having a lot of playtime up to that point, I went into that game padded, but no cup because it was uncomfortable. And I'm not going to sit in a game for an hour on the bench with a cup on because it's just going to suck. I ended up getting playtime with no cup. Uh Got a huge play, landed on the guy's cleat with no cup. And I was like, I think this is the end for Casey. (laughs) Um, So after that, then I just went to, uh, as funny as the world is, I went to Southwest Career in Tech that was getting built the opposite side of town for me. <laughs> yeah. um, but still ended up going there, and that's when yeah. we did more video games. But that's where, like, it just there was something about it. And then fighting games from there, like uh, Def Jam, Fight for New York. Oh, there's nothing better than just smashing <laughs> some guy's head on a, on a windshield or a 
Get, Casey, pushing them into a bus. I'm sensing a lot of violence in your there's, childhood there's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like gang beasts. I love it when you can like push them in front of a vi- <laughs> in front of the train, and the train yeah. just takes them. I'm like, yeah. feels good. Yeah. <laughs> gang beats is like the aggressive version of Fall Guys. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. But it's funny that you say that because I tried getting into wrestling my freshman. I did get it, but I also was doing theater that year, and I had gotten a role in theater that conflicted with my wrestling schedule. And the straw that broke the camel's back was I went to a meet, and I finally met a kid who was bigger than me, and uh, Bobby getting lifted up and dropped on his back <laughs> from 60 oh, was, a, was a huge, like, oh, this sucks. Yeah, <laughs> so I think something that kind of pushed me more into gaming, too, as funny as this sounds. So, like I said, my football coach was my wrestling coach and my biology teacher. The position that I played, so that same kid that was first straight was also in wrestling. Yeah. So he also was in my weight class. So it was always a competition between me and him. And um, I remember going in there and knowing nothing about wrestling. And the guy that coach had put me up against to like learn like single legs and just the simple stuff was a senior who was getting ready to be a fireman. So the dude was just the top heaviest dude. And at the time I had to weigh easy 220. Yeah. Um, And... Yeah, getting lifted off my feet like I had never been yeah. before <laughs> by a kid that was relatively close to my – like, my uncles have always been just, like, big, yeah. muscular dudes. So when they lifted me up, I'm like, of course this makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. when up here is Yeah, like- when that boy lifted <laughs> me up and he was like, this is a single leg. And I was like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> but it also fueled – well, it's funny now, like, looking back, it's definitely one of those things that have fueled this fire of, like, I want to get into, like, a combat – sport so like oh. doing some type of grappling situation or anything like that AC, i highly recommend rugby uh, i'm good you want to talk about cte 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 no so i i know oh, he's looping <laughs> okay so long story short i played in college for like two years and i never got one concussion did you go to college no boy you are the only college education person here i gotta go guys <laughs> <laughs> well look where you are now. <laughs> so you played in college you don't really get that many concussions? I mean, obviously, if you're in the front and you're being dumb about shit and you just run head first. You see us, something. right? We are the guys that collapse Look, in the middle. I'm just saying without the pads, there's a lot more incentive to not just beat the fuck out of each other. It still happens, obviously. I'm just saying. I don't want to de- derail too much on it. Like, if I were to get into any sport now, it would be hockey. Because it's just big momentum on ice. I hit guy with body against glass like that's my if i were to play hockey i would definitely be a defenseman because that is bobby go get him all right let's let's derail the conversation even more you know what sport i was really good at in pe class that i still would love to play as an adult badminton oh i was a destroyer in badminton (laughs) is it something to do with the wrist casey yeah (laughs) but what's funny too is that my dad played volleyball when he was a bum in california there used to be, uh, my cousin used to work for Unilever Ice Cream Plant. So they would have like these big functions back in the day. And one of them was at Sunset Park. And I watched my dad play volleyball. And I was like, oh, you're really good at that. He was like, let me tell you. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. So he like showed me some stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. Let me try. So little 15-year-old Casey playing against grown men yeah. and just like serving on these people. Yeah. My dad was like, you're really good at this. And I was like, it's just like bad men, dad. And he was like, you're such a fucking <laughs> And he was like, yeah, it's just was, like bad men. I, I like chloroformed you off the field. I was proud of you till right there. I knew was this close, Casey. This close. But yeah, and it made me like, I was like, so when they showed us badminton in school and then I played volleyball and then I went back to school to play badminton again yeah. and just destroying on these kids. <laughs> 
And I remember thinking, like, I have the advantage because I learned how to play volleyball. Yeah. It was just one of the very few games that I'm good at. Probably not today. Probably get a fucking shuttlecock right in the face. <laughs> yeah. CTE, right? CTE. That's yeah. <laughs> so that's how I got my CTE. Shuttlecock <laughs> to the face. Oh, and actually, to sidetrack a little bit before we get too far off of... We are we are long gone. No, I know. I, I'm kind of bringing it back. I guess. Uh, I think Sly Cooper was the game that really like clicked with me. I just love the easy stealth mechanics, the story that was going on. You're just a little fucking raccoon with your hippo friend and shit. When they announced like a lot of these nostalgia games that we feel are coming back, the one for me that really hit back was Blinks. When I saw that they were bringing Blinks the cat back, I was like... I never played that. I, I had totally scrubbed it from the memory banks. Did not remember <laughs> it at all until they announced yeah. it, and I was like, holy shit, I remember <laughs> this. He's a time sweeper. So... I had both a PlayStation 2 and an Xbox growing up. Same, same. But I never played any of the first-party PlayStation 2 games. Mm-hmm. My parents always just remembered Xbox, I think because it was easier to remember. Yeah. Halo 1 and 2 were my jam with my friends. And then when I was alone, when the Spider-Man 2 movie game came out, yeah. that game blew my freaking mind. Yeah. I mean, it, it looked great at the, the time. Chunky Xbox controllers. Oh, dude, the Dukes. Oh. Fun fact, you can buy those and they have LED, customizable LED screens in the middle. Yeah, they, they released a Duke that works for the Xbox One. Uh, well, it, it's USB in general, so you can yeah. plug it in anything. But yeah, yeah. I, so I had a Duke and then later on in their life cycle, they actually released a smaller one. What a proper name for that fucking fat controller. The Duke. Yeah. <laughs> the Duke. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could like knock so If somebody broke into your house, oh, you swung yeah, that thing yeah. on the cable. Start <laughs> swinging that bad boy around. Well, it's actually, over. Whoa, connection I just made. Maybe that's why dudes nowadays are throwing controllers more. Because oh, they shit. because they could with the Dukes. Yeah. They you could just launch that bitch yeah. and you just pick it back up and keep playing Halo. <laughs> That's true. Let's <laughs> do a divergence some more because that reminds me. My cousin had, so the same cousin that got me into gaming. Yeah. When Cell Friends first came out, I don't know about you guys, but like even as a teenager, like we were trying to keep up with the trends. This guy at like 21, 22 held on to the same Nokia flip phone. Forever, yeah. like when touchscreens first started to come out, I had one. Yeah. He still held on to this fucking thing, and I was like, "Why do you have this?" And he was like, <laughs> "Watch this." In the running joke in our house, when he would pull the <laughs> antenna on his Nokia phone, yeah. somehow my bars would always drop. Oh, it just sucked. It would suck the fucking <laughs> shit out of my own phone. And he was like, "This thing is a tank," and it really was. Oh, like, yeah. He had dropped that eight thousand yeah. times. And now I take the phone my phone case off of my phone for a minute I'm yeah. like <laughs> yeah. panic attack starts to set in you like look at your phone and you hear like yeah, yeah. It's like, no! case 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 yeah yeah I like I had uh, one of the first envies the, the first like Verizon numbers on the front flip open have the keyboard yeah I put that thing through the wash like six or seven times and it came out perfectly fine, fine. Yeah. yeah so what kind of gamer would you say you are today Jordan a shitty one uh <laughs> No, well, actually, I have a question for you then. What, okay. What kind of cat are we talking about? Like, I do, I mainly do FPSs, RPGs because of X, Y, and Z in my childhood, or am I just a more lax so, gamer? Yeah. So if I were to say what kind of gamer I am, it would be a, an aggressive competitive. Yeah. No. So I don't play competitive games because I get very angry when I don't. Like so there's something about that that fuels. Just it just gives me energy for the day, whether it's good, bad, and different. Like 
There's something about it that is just so. When fun. I get that Fall Guys win, man, it's like taking a fucking hit of heroin. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you. Nothing. For the few games that I did play, I mean, nothing. Because it's so simple. Fall Guys, you guys are killing it. You really figured something out. But it is such a simple yeah. game with an easy loop of like just going back in and doing it again. Where like I don't feel like I have to put a lot of energy into it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the first VR that I've played that's like that. Like Warzone, it's like when you get a good run going and you're down to those yeah. final circles, you're and trying to go back into it. You're like, fuck, man, I got to do that all again. Player Unknowns, uh, yeah. VR did the same thing yeah. to me. Like it was just so exhausting. But playing Fall Guys, I get to the that Fall Mountain, like, that Hexagon yeah. last yeah, game, yeah. and I'm like, here we go, baby, and I lose, and yeah. I'm like, all right, let's do it again. Fun fact: I have never played Fortnite. Neither have I. Oh, I have. No, I, I saw the building in that VR, and I was no, like, no, oh, it wasn't never. even. I the building was kind of. Thing. But I, I played PUBG first. That was the first like Same. BR that I got into. I ended up just not playing it anymore because it's just for whatever reason. Like you were saying, once I get to a certain stress level in a game, I'm like, I don't want to. I, I don't want to be the stress playing a fucking video game. What? I, I want to relax while I'm sitting here on the only three hours I have to relax during my day. I don't want to be stressed out about not getting that fucking chicken dinner at the end of the day. I wish I could relate. (laughs) I'm a glutton for fucking punishment. (laughs) So, big game. I love playing Destiny. Competitive mode. Yeah. God, if I'm I'm in a mode where I'm like, I want to play PvP and I get into competitive, I have to, like, tell myself there's something at stake if I keep playing and losing (laughs) that I have to stop and just reset till next week. If I didn't have to worry about that, and, like, I really don't because there's really nothing I'm going after, but, fuck, man, I am the one more guy. 110%. I'll lose a fucking match. I'm like, let's run that bitch back. Because I always feel like I'm not, I'm not getting beat. You're not beating me. You're beating these other shitty players that I have. So when I played Trials recently, which is the even more competitive version of PvP in Destiny, with two guys that are better PvP players than me, so feeling them, like, being the guy in the backpack for the first time in a long time really sucked ass. Yeah. But watching those guys just, I mean, outplay me. And, like, you know when you're outplayed. Yeah. That shit turned me right the fuck off. Yeah. I was like, I don't ever want to touch this game mode from my life. Went from that to competitive, played in comp for a couple matches, yeah. and just dog kids. I was like, yeah. give me more of this. And then Tuesday, Tuesday, when I streamed Warzone with my cousin... I felt like I was getting kind of kicked in the knees by my connection. I was being real laggy. So that's oh, yeah. Blame it on the fucking thing. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> not, not the player. When watching him just, like, go in and, like, 1v2 people yeah. like that yeah. and me, like, scraping for kills, yeah. I was like, yeah, there's such a gap here, and I want to, like, close that gap. So that's where that competitiveness in me really stands is, like, when I meet better players that I can game with a lot, I'm yeah. like, let me get to this level. Because I know I can. Versus a lot of guys that I know when they're like, that guy's just good. And I'm not going to work to get that. That's just not not me. Because I know I can fucking. And I think at the end of the day, that is one of my bigger issues. Especially with a game like uh, Siege or Escape from Tarkov. Where map knowledge is how you win games Mm -hmm. for the most part. I don't want to dedicate all my time to one game. I'm really... If anything, that's, that's a very big explanation of the gamer i am i really don't want to unless it's it's got a long form 
play style, if that makes sense, where uh, the fight loops longer, yeah. you can be a little bit more strategic about things. But like with with Siege or Modern Warfare, I don't want to play it for 400 hours to be on that same level as yeah. those top people that yeah, win right, the, right, right. The, the rounds of Warzone. With me, like, so when I was growing up playing Halo and I finally jumped into the online curve, everyone else was much better than me. So, I mean, to this day, everyone else is still much better than me. But playing against people that are better is how I got better. And so, with that being said, like, the thing for Battle Royales for me is that my strategy is all about knowing their position before engagement. Right. And so, when I played Battlefield 3 with my friends, if my buddy had a tugs set down in a building, I could go with the uh, MP5 and clear that building unscathed. But the minute I go outside that building, I'm getting (laughs) mobbed on. And same thing for Halo. If some dude shoots me... I know where he is. I can get into a position to flank him. Yeah. Battle Royales, I get sniped across the map. It's like, cool. Yeah, yeah. What, do, like, what yeah. do I do now? There's, and that's kind of my other problem, especially with, uh, in my opinion, something more like PUBG, where it's just right place, right time. Like, mm-hmm. if, if you land in the right part of the map where everyone else is either, you pull do the shroud way where everyone else is going to land, you clean up there, and then you move on to your uh, inevitable win, or you just jump where no one else is jumping, get kitted, and then you go out into a field, and then you just get shot. Speaking of Papa Shroud, have you guys seen him lately? Dude looks like Adam Sandler from Uncut Gems. Oh, jeez. Oh, Doc tweeted out Oh, yeah, no, with this goatee. Yeah, yeah man, it's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> I mean, it's, so, it's his fucking face. Yeah, sure. Once. Whatever, man. I don't, know. I don't know if that's what I would do. Someone should probably tell him something. I think he probably looks better with the full fucking beard, but... So what game did you, would you say you cut your teeth on? The Modern Warfare. Yeah. Original Modern Warfare. Oh, there it is. I, I put like 500 hours. I had, I, boy, I had that Tiger Stripe blue camo on my M4 with the foregrip and a suppressor. Oh, I was man, just. speaking my language. I was just fucking wrecking I, people. Every time <laughs> I fucking just get stomped out in the new Modern Warfare, I think back to myself and I think. Yeah. You know, if you caught me like ten years ago, yeah. I'd fucking stomp the shit out of you. And like, I'm, meet me on shitnit, boy. Yeah. And I'm like thinking back to like even my Black Ops days of like, there's always one that sticks out. I don't know if you guys remember, it was a golf course map on yeah. the original Black yeah. Ops. Boy, I would fucking eat kids <laughs> alive on that map with my FAMAS yeah. and an R- Ace RC Exploder. Yeah. Boy, I'd fucking just. Come here, and come to Papa. I'm gonna eat you alive. That is the only game I can say I got good with both these. Like I could do the the quick snap fucking shit in that game. Like I got dirty. So Modern Warfare for us. Well, I played a little bit of Modern Warfare too. Wasn't very good at it. On the flip side, I actually did really good with the new Modern Warfare. But I I cut my teeth on Halo Three and Halo Reach. Like yeah. Halo Halo was my FPS between Halo Three and Halo Reach. When I last checked my Bungie account, I was at like 1,500 hours online yeah. between both of them. So then actually, I have an even better question. What non-FPS game were you the best at? Ooh. Not even had the most fun in. What non-FPS game were you the best at? Casey, I know you're garbage at everything. Yeah, give me a stuff. second. <laughs> oh, I gotta think about this one. I think... Probably, okay, so this is going to be a real deep cut for anybody who had a GameCube, but there was a game called Chibi Robo, and you played as a little robot. And yeah. So when I explain this over the mic, people are going to be like, wow, this, this game fucking sucks. <laughs> you play as a little robot that does chores around a house. Yeah. 
but you get to like interact with the family and you get to see things like the toys are animated as well. Like yeah. Toy Story, aliens eventually visit that kind of shit. It was a very Japanese game. It had a very cult following that and like Super Mario Sunshine. When it came to like first person or not first person, uh, like single player games, yeah. Nintendo like oh, had me. Uh, um, I remember searching for the original pieces of the Triforce and Wind Waker, where you had to just like look on your map and go to some random coordinates in the fucking ocean thirty two yeah. times. Yeah. That part sucked, but then spoilers for anybody who hasn't played Wind Waker: when you shove your Master Sword into Ganon's forehead and he turns to stone, you're like, "Wow, that felt really good." Yeah. So, so I'm going to tell you, I for a very long time I was not into single player games. For the same person that got me into games. I was like, all right, Joe, let me play a game. And he was like, I'm going to put you through a test to see if you can play games. That'll be worth it for me to, like, coach you through. So Final Fantasy X, if you guys have played any Final Fantasies, like, there was things that matched up with the enemy type. So the person matched up with the things. So there reached a point in the game where you had the main set of team and each enemy. So it was like your magic jelly. There was a bird and then something on the ground. So you had the beach ball guy from Final Fantasy X. The emo lady with the, the stuffed whatever, and then Titus. So each one had the thing. So he was like, this is the test. And the, I had played, like, probably five hours of, like, learning the mechanics of the game up to that point. And then he was like, this is the pivotal moment. You win this battle the way you're supposed to, you can play the rest of Final Fantasy X. If you don't, you can never play on my system again. And I was like, okay, I got this. Bam. Everything I learned... Out the fucking way. <laughs> all the wrong characters attacked all the wrong things. I got done and I was like, I did it. I won the battle. And he was like, no, you didn't. And so never played on his system ever again. Like he was very true to form like you know, that. That kind of sounds like he already knew the answer that was coming, but he Oof. just set you up for fucking probably. Probably. <laughs> That's like if my little cousin came over and in Super Mario Sunshine, there were like hidden levels where they would take away the flood pack uh-huh. and it was just like straight 3D platforming. That'd be me like, all right, you can beat this platforming without the pack, and, you know, you got it. And just watch him fumble and cry. Same thing. It was, after that, I was like, you know what? This is not my really type of game anyway. Yeah. So, fuck you. And then just never played, like, single-player <laughs> games like that again. Like, I watched a lot of God of War and stuff like that, but yeah. I never really got into those. Like, it was, I can't think, I mean, besides, like I said, like, yeah, Blinks, Ratchet and Clank, like, those games, sure, but. What about Pokemon? You never got into Pokemon? No. Oh, fuck. So I lived in a really dark house, uh, fun fact. So trying to play, like, on your Game Boy Advance with no fucking light was... Gotta wait for that uh, SP. uh, Yeah, Yeah. dude. (laughs) So it was tough. I mean, like, now... I mean, I played it enough, and I did have a love for Pokemon. uh, Because my mom used to travel a lot for work when we lived in Utah. And uh, when she would travel, she would buy packs and then bring them back to me. And I would have that kind of nostalgia. And so we said... I had... Binders. I mean, thick fucking sleeve binders of Pokemon cards. And, I mean, I was just talking to my... Trying to, like, inform my boss about it, but I had a Charizard holographic. Oof. And I was trying to explain to him. I was like, I, I remember having this card, and it was so nice. And he was like, why is it special? And I was like, that card goes for thousands now. And he was like, you're kidding. And I was like, I'm not. So I pulled it up on eBay, showed it to him, and he was like, wow, that's kind of crazy. And I was like, now let me tell you the story of how I lost this card. So, binders, right? My mom goes on a business trip. My cousins that lived with me at the time somehow convinced me we should have a yard sale and sell, and sell these cards for 75 cents a card. We'll make a, we'll make a killing. 
Yeah, because five bucks back then was like, we can go to the store and get some fucking candy. That's exactly what they're wired. Those assholes thought, yeah. <laughs> so we sold two-thirds of my card. My oh, mom great. comes back, finds out that all the holographics are gone yeah. because anybody who had brain. two fucking brain oh, yeah. cells. Yeah, so for 75 cents, it's like, I'll take all of them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so I come back, and she was pissed. And I had never got another Pokemon card after that. I loved it. And like when uh, Sword and Shield came out, watching um, Ursula play that was a blast and a half. And just wanting to like get in just do that. Because it went back true to form. Of like the like Pokemon Go, I hate Pokemon Go. Oh, like I throwing the ball on my finger drives me up a fucking wall. You gotta spin it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you gotta you spin it. You know what? Now that you say that, I gotta spin it. Redownload the app and try again. Fucking amateur. Hey, yeah, (laughs) I am one Pokemon away from completing the original 151 on Pokemon. See, I just uh, it's a Moltres. Oh, dude, good luck. Yeah, (laughs) this is so. There was a game called Pokemon. Pokemon Masters, it was a board game. Okay. I it sounds, sounds vaguely, vaguely familiar. familiar. Where you yeah. would go around the board and like you would flip the little cardboard token and you would have to roll so like there was like I, pink, blue, red, green. Yeah. Oh my god, this game. I think I still have it in pieces somewhere around in my house. <laughs> um it was so much fun. And playing that like religiously, my grandma got plastic figurines. I'm sure she still has them, she's a hoarder. Of the original 151. So I have 151 wow. of the original figurines somewhere yeah. in the ether. Somewhere yeah. in it's a story. It's unit. the buried treasure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, so, like, stuff like that. Like, I, w- I was... <laughs> so, here in the Valley Circus Circus, I had an Ash Ketchum hat. Yeah. And I wore that hat all the time. My dad, when he first moved out here, we w- he would take me everywhere. So we would always go to Circus Circus. And I remember I lost that fucking hat. We went on the, the roller coaster... Did the loop de loop and it came off of my head. Oh no! Fun had it backwards like Ash fucking catch him. I wasn't catching a Pokemon. I didn't know any better. <laughs> you weren't catching the Thrillymon. <laughs> so lost it, right? I was so heartbroken. What had happened was I lost a hat, and as the hat flew back, and as we were coming forward, <laughs> somehow the hat launched into the seat in front of me. Where no one was sitting. Yeah, yeah. Super lucky, right? So I'm heartbroken. I'm like, I need to find my hat. Like, you guys need to shut down the roller coaster and let me, like, get down there. And, yeah. and they're like, not happening. <laughs> um, and I was, like, so heartbroken. So I, like, left. So my dad was there to meet me off the ride. I left crying because I was so upset that I lost the hat. My dad turned and was like, this fucking bozo. And, like, found it. Let me go. Two, three days. Wow. Heartbroken that I had lost his hat. And then tells me, he was like, oh, hey, buddy, by the way, Found your hat on that roller coaster, flew in the front seat. And I was like, you fucking <laughs> dick. <laughs> like, you let me go this long. Once I got that hat back, like, life was a thousand times better. Yeah. But not a not a big, nope, never played Pokemon as a kid. What's funny is you mentioned that. So we apparently our lives drew a lot of parallels with <laughs> each other. When I was really young, which was when Pokemon was popular, um, I had a stuffed Charizard plushie. And I took that thing everywhere with me. Left in the cart at Albertsons once, and then by the time I realized when we were back home, my mom was like, all right, let's go back to the store and get it for you. <clears throat> Went back, it was gone, lost and found, nowhere to be found. So it either got put in the trash or somebody took it. Yeah. But I remember being 
absolutely devastated. And I was like, this is what true loss is. Yeah. Like, little Bobby did not understand. I did not want to go. Like, my dad was like, all right, let's go have some more fun at Circus Circus. And I was like, pack it in. No, this yeah. Is it. Time to go home, Papa. Vacation's We're done, done here. Man. Yeah. <laughs> done. I laid face down on my floor for like six hours. I was uh, devastated. But I had a, a fairly big collection of Pokemon cards, too. My dad would buy a pack anytime he went to go buy cigarettes. He was like, I'm getting a pack, you get a pack. I was ha! like, great, great, Dad, that's hey. perfect. Uh, so, I was in a German household, so we were a Yu-Gi-Oh family. Oof. We, and you gotta, you gotta go. I'll tell you the extent of my Yu-Gi-Oh experience. So, I think my parents bought me a deck. Just cooler cards. I will give them Yu-Gi-Oh this. Oh, no, but that's why, I, no, that's why I love them. I love the art style. Yeah. Like, Pokemon is really simple, but I'm like, look at, look at, it's fucking wizard on yeah. it. It's drawn really good. Like, look at that shit. I never, card games never really click for me. Like, I have this lifelong friend, uh, Kyle. Shout out to Kyle if he ever listens to this. He's super into cards. Like, he is, he pretty much picks up any good card game that comes out. And he's always been getting to try to get me into something. But even from the beginning, like Yu-Gi-Oh, I was super into the cards, the rules, and all that. I just, it just never clicked. So... It just turned into a buying addiction, basically, to where I just wanted the cool card to where we had this flea market about 35 minutes from my house, like the outdoor one. It's called, we call the cow cow. And this guy was selling just like packs of fake cards. And I didn't know. And I'm just like, yo, look at that fucking thing. Let's get, and it was, my dad saw that it was like two bucks for each pack compared to the. 20 for an actual deck. He's like, yeah, fucking buy Yeah, get them all. Yeah, <laughs> And then uh, a couple years later, I, it just obviously fell out and it did other stuff. And then I just looked through them again and I'm like, fake, 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 <laughs> fake, fake. I'm like, oh, fuck. But like 90% of my cards are not anything. <laughs> and it's like super obvious too. Like the text is really bad. Like it's half English. You look at half of our stickers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can eat like the the foil one on the top, you can easily pull off the foil off the top of it. Like oh, wow. <laughs> man. Yeah. Card yeah, I mean cards never hit with me either. Like even now when I go into So Especially uh, since I've been growing up with my friend Kyle, and he's, he's, I've been interested. I've gotten to the point where I can watch it, and I think it's interesting to pull like certain moves and shit, but I think that's just a product of me getting old in general. But I just still can't. I still can't play it. Same. I tried to get into Magic, and I was like, I fucking hate this. Yeah. There are like online deck building games. Oh, yeah. They're just like offshoot ones, and like I'll enjoy playing those for a little bit, yeah. but. When I gotta spend a whole bunch of money to get a whole bunch of fucking, I'm, yeah. I'm out of it. Yeah. And even now, when I go pre-COVID, going to the nerd store to get like dice yeah. or minis, and watching these guys play Magic and watching how upset they get when they're like, "I can't believe you played that fucking move." I'm like, "You fucking nerd. We are not. <laughs> we are not the same. Like it's just different." Well, I know what I'm not wanting, so I'm gonna go. Hey, so, but it was just never my thing. I, I, that is actually a funny feeling sometimes. You just like. You know, I'm a nerd, but I'm not that. Funny. Yeah, when I look at yeah. these guys and they're just like, <clears throat> you actually can't play that move. I'm like, yeah. we're not the same. Yeah. We're not yeah. the same. Where, like, me, I just got into the X Wing Miniatures game, and it's like, well, how do you fly little plastic ships with maneuver templates? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, even with those uh, are different. Like, when uh, I have a buddy who does 
4K, I used to do a lot of Warhammer. Oh, yeah. And he was like, yeah, man, I can't game tonight. I'm going to be going to the, the shop and playing 4K. And I'm like, sure, okay. And then, like, hearing him come back and just, like, how ecstatic he was. And playing D&D with minis and, like, yeah. feeling that experience oh, yeah. when they come out. Just that little bit extra. But when I found out, like, when I play Yu-Gi-Oh! and monsters don't show up. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out, Papa. You gotta let me use my own imagination. That thing didn't develop till I was at least 21. <laughs> yeah. I had a lick of alcohol and I was like, oh, imagination. Yeah. <laughs> He's different. <laughs> yeah. The CTE and alcohol kicked in and yeah. I was like, oh, Papa, yeah. we on an adventure now. Yeah. So, like, I played Yu-Gi-Oh! a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. Never understood it, but would still play. Yeah. Me and my buddy got into Pokemon really recently. <laughs> I'm talking, like, maybe three years ago. Because okay. we realized it was, like, a simple, uh, simplified Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Because they're both made yeah, of totally. Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. And it was just a lot of fun. And then he bought all the cards, like, really good cards to make a really OP deck. And yeah. just mopped the floor with me. And I was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I won't play with you anymore. Yeah. I actually have a friend. That'll, uh, my friend Joe, again, shout out. He plays a lot of whatever the online uh, PC magic game is. I don't know what it's fucking called. I think it's just like Magic 2020. Yeah. He absolutely loves building decks that just fuck with people. Like, he at one point, he had a creature on the board that was 5252, flying, hex, bruce, vigilant, and had first strike. I know what all of those words mean independently, but when you put it together like a sentence like that... <laughs> so, you have 20 points of health in magic. Yeah. And that creature can hit you for 52. Oh, so, okay. yeah. That's the, the fucking point. So, the, I, think it's, I think it's vigilance. So, all he needed to do was uh, have one thing block him, and whatever damage that the monster didn't take, he could deflect to the guy. So, he had some... The other guy had like a 10-10 maybe, and he just deflected. He hit it, and he didn't realize that it had vigilance, so it was just like, boom, boom, dead, and the game ended. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you right now, as competitive as I feel playing simple board games like Monopoly, yeah, yeah. somebody pulls some bullshit out like that on yeah. me, I'm reaching across the table, Pop. I'm yeah. like, you little motherfucker! Well, and I think that's how I get away, from, away with it, because it's online, because all that, they yeah. can't say anything back. Or um, fucking... I'm done. I'm done. I get upset when inside of the rules of when we do combat in D&D, shit doesn't go the way I want it to. Yeah. Like, you gotta be fucking kidding me! It's imagination! Just let it happen! Well, now I mean, that's, that's kind of how I feel about competitive shooters, even. It's just like, fuck, you're just better than me, you can make a better deck. See, that's, you're so just, that's where you're, I... You're, I'm literally getting toyed with. I fucking hate that. That's <laughs> what I feel like when I was in Trials, because, like, yeah. the weapon sets and, like, these are people that do nothing but play PvP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they... They're, everything they've built is that. Everything they focus on is like their team is this is how we yeah. rotate the whole nine yards. And yeah. that, I'm like, yeah, you're just, we're two different leagues. But when I go into comp and I know like my weapon meta is just as strong as yours, my build is just as strong as yours, and just out gunning kids, like yeah. that's my lane. You know what's yeah. funny about watching Destiny 2 right now? It reminds me of just Halo multiplayer. Yeah. Because I, the damage that you do, it's just, it's basically three to four bursts and it's just shields. Half health, half health, dead. That's it. I mean, then that's or the the magnum. If you get a headshot, they're just dead. It's yeah. boy. I when I <laughs> you know what kills me though is when I get fucking sniped yeah. because I can't snipe in Destiny to save my life. Mm-hmm. 
So when I get out sniped, I'm like, you fucking suck. <laughs> Square up with me and let's see how this goes. Uh, the only game I've ever been able to snipe in was Halo. And that's because it's a fucking laser beam. Yeah. Your reticle's there, you pull the trigger, that guy's yeah, dead. dead. Yeah, like, uh, Dude, I, 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 we're getting so off topic. <laughs> I absolutely love the the trail that the, the Marine sniper leaves. Oh, yeah. like, bah, bah, bah. And you're like, that guy's over there, and I'm scared. So I've recently gotten back into the Master Chief collection because uh, 343 put a lot of TLC into it. Like playing it back yeah. when it first came out, almost unplayable. Well, and notable highlight to the fucking Halo 2 rework. Oh, yes. Best anniversary was it's, it's like a brand new fucking game. It's, yeah. it's beautiful. I'm surprised they still haven't put out Halo 3 anniversary, but that's probably because they just don't want money. But I already bought the full fucking thing, so I'm getting whatever they were. Yeah, but they have challenges, and one of them was to go into comp, and people with sniper rifles in comp on Halo are terrifying. Yeah. You, you just spawn in, and you're yeah. dead. Oh, dude, even, like, SWAT. It's just, if you don't get the first headshot, you're just dead. I boys <laughs> so much. Your boys might never play a single match of PvP. Really? Never. What? Never. I think you'd enjoy it. Okay, if you like current Destiny, yeah, you, need to, you need to so, try it. here's something that, when I went back into the Master Chief Collection, I instantly realized, like, I was like, how did I play this as a kid? The straight, like, so early Halos with no ADSing fucks with me so hard because I'm just so quick, like, the muscle memory from Modern Warfare of just scope, fire, scope, fire. You need SWAT. (laughs) SWAT, but SWAT wasn't in, you know, the original Halo. That's true. It's in in 2 and on. Yeah, I I can see how that is. Well, that, and by by Halo 2, I'm Balls deep in modern warfare, just yeah. fucking. No, it, it is amazing how how even the three of us have different gaming experiences like that. So this is my no, and it's and I'm not even talking about like uh, different types of shooters. It's just like you literally just wanted to play modern warfare, so you stuck with modern yeah. warfare for a decade. Yeah, you liked Halo because you that's all you knew, and you played that for a it's, decade. It's my favorite question to ask of what did you cut your teeth on? Yeah, it is very clear of like when they give you the answer like yeah. that's why you play the way you do yeah when i play with our buddy ricky who hopefully we'll have on next week's episode but i play with him and i'm like hey what did you cut your teeth on yeah. his was gears so oh, when yeah. he plays as that titan that's, and i see crazy. those yeah. those same gear that, mentality of like let me just run in and fucking yeah. go at this i see it clear as day yeah. when i'm like of course you fucking cut your yeah. teeth on gears they yeah. actually use cover though <laughs> <laughs> but you know and then playing you know how I play where I'm just like, if you go gun to gun with me, okay. you'll lose. Yeah. Because my gunplay is just at a different level. Yeah. yeah. But when I meet players that have higher gun levels, I'm like, oh, you don't have a job. That's where, yeah. that's where we diverge. I had to pay yeah. bills and mommy and daddy still took care of you. Exactly. Fuck! Well, it's funny, it's funny when you're on the, the flip side of it now. Like when you were 12 through 17. Smacking kids after school. Yeah, because you're like... This is all you do for eight hours. Yeah, right? of course. And then now you're like, motherfucking kids, just bums sitting at fucking home all day. <laughs> Especially going games. like with with my job being able to go into houses and like seeing kids that have like these decked out rooms oh, yeah. of like everything that you could possibly want. Yeah. I'm like, so if I robbed you, <laughs> like, would you miss a lot of this? Pop the <laughs> pop the canister or the the uh, like the lead off the hose and just <laughs> like. Stuff his fucking laptop inside of the brush, bro. Just get that out, put it in there. Like, you'll never see any of this shit. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) But 
crazy. Yeah. What the fuck? It, yeah. is, it is one of those things of that's the question that I found yeah. just playing with a lot of people online too. Like when we do raids and stuff of like, oh, what did you what did you grow up on? And they're like this. And I'm like, yeah, now that makes a lot of sense watching you play. And, and it gives me a sense of the type of person yeah. they are. Yeah, you know what's funny? I completely is. forget about Gears of War. That's how little I care about it when as, we, a, as a yeah, series. So, same thing. <laughs> so when... Me and my buddy played through it again. So me and Ricky played through it again. Yeah. And he was just nostalgia trained from yeah, one yeah. to five. Yeah. It's just loving the whole thing. Yeah. And I was just like, I remember why I fucking hate this game. Yeah. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, the roadie run where the whole screen shakes as I'm running. Yeah. I hate this. Yeah. Like just, you don't, this, I don't need this. Yeah. I get, well, I you're, got. You're this, the, you're the smart shooter to where you're like, I need the clearest fucking picture possible to see the pixel that comes out of the corner yeah. of so my I can, eye. Yeah, yeah, so I can put this guy across the map. Like, no, I, yeah. no motion blur, no head shake, no fucking... Don't I want none of that. Clear. I don't need it. Yeah. Well, Ricky and I were playing the Master Chief Collection, and he's actually... I mean, for Halo as well, that's like... The dude's the dude's really good. Like, he he's good, and yeah. I can't wait till I can... He gets back so I can upgrade Okay, so to more. bring this way... Full circle? ...the fuck back. Okay. I'm going to tell you about my moment when uh, I fell in love with PCs. I want to hear you two talk about how you fell in love with whatever console you were on okay. at okay. the time. So I fell in love with PCs when I saw Crisis. My godbrother's father, he's one of the OG PC guys. Like back in 2005, he had like top of the line Alienware PC. Okay. When it looked like a fucking spaceship. <laughs> and it was actually still good? Yeah. Sorry. No, but, no, but I saw Crisis full specs for the first time, and I'm like, holy shit, how are you doing this? Because in consoles, there was nothing even close. Right. No. no. Nothing no. even fucking close. I mean, it, it's like a mantra that, like, when <laughs> Xbox 360 got Crisis 3, because yeah. you would always <laughs> ask, oh, my PC's so good. Well, can you run Crisis? Well, it, you know, it's, it's even it's even funnier in context when Crisis just runs like that because it's so shitly optimized. Yeah. It's not that it's a really good looking high tier game where they're doing every every piece of sand. It's just no, they didn't optimize their engine very well back then, yeah. and it's just like no, that's on you. That's you, the customer, to figure it out with just throwing more money at it. We don't. We know you're gonna buy it. Yeah. So what about you? Well, the console that. I mean, I've always been on Xbox. Like, it started when my parents got me an Xbox and then only got games for the Xbox. Yeah. Um, unless specifically I, like, asked otherwise, which, like, I didn't know what was on the fucking place. Yeah. <laughs> um, then moving into the 360 and just kind of keeping into that light cycle. Like, I would say that probably the, the original Xbox, just powering on a game and seeing what it was capable of doing, yeah. I was like, oh, this is, this is the, this is it. And then yeah. once... Xbox nailed it with online. All right, cool. Sold. I was very fortunate. So coming from a divorced household, I had two things that I could go. And I was quite proficient at playing my parents (laughs) against each other. So (laughs) um, and then with my dad, my cousin lived, we lived right next door to each other. So he had a PS2. He also had an Xbox because he had a job that paid really well. And then my dad bought me a PS2 because he saw that my cousin had it. So he was like, that must be it. So I had my mom give me an Xbox. So I always had both, but Xbox, there was something about that that just clicked. And that's kind of my earliest gaming memories was playing split screen Halo with him and doing that and getting those before I recently changed it. That Lizard 117 gamer tag, 
came from that day where he was like, oh, you have to make a gamer tag to play script game. And I was like, all right. So I've had that for yeah, dude. Yeah, I, my entire life. I I originally was D-Boy 090. No fucking reason. It was the first thing that came to my mind. I had that for about three years, but now I've had D-Bot or D-Bot with some numbers on the end of it for, I think, a decade or more now. You don't think about it as a kid growing up with the same the username. Same yeah. So you're going to be fucking 80 with D-Bot 090. That's your moniker. Yeah. yeah. That was that was the thing. And like I remember being so, so upset when I this was just searching Xbox 360 people and I yeah. found... Another lizard one one seven. He just capitalized everything, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "You're not me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who are you?" Yeah, and like just yeah. being so upset because I was like, "This is not your no stop." Or you like you saw those people that like really wanted like Jim, and so they would just put like sixteen um, alternating caps X's yeah. on either side yeah. of their name. Shout out to my boy Half Jacket. That's exactly what this <laughs> yeah. is. Capital X, little case X, Half Jacket, little. Little X, big yeah. X. Yeah. <laughs> so my so my original gamer tag was just guess because I was like, oh, somebody's like, what's your gamer tag? And I was like, just guess. It's like ha 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 ha. Always uh, with the puns. Always yeah. with the puns. <laughs> yeah. The this is that's ingrained in my personality. I can tell, uh, Bobby. I can tell. But so that changed over the years. I think the most recent one that I had was Cheshire Doctor, and then me and my mom fell on some hard times. I had to sell my Xbox. Yeah. Uh, when I got an Xbox One, I tried logging in. I didn't remember the password. Reached out to Microsoft. They're like, "You haven't convinced us that you're this person." So I was like, "Cool, thanks." So how I does just, that even work? How, yeah. many, how do you want me to convince you that I'm the gamer tag? They just—they were like, "You need to be able to confirm the emails." I was like, "I can confirm it." All right, we sent an email to that address. It's like I can't get into it. I made it when I was ten. Yeah, I don't, like, have, that, <laughs> I don't have that email address no more. Probably, yeah, huh? I don't run Yahoo anymore. My guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so yeah, sorry. I'm not the CFO over here. <laughs> yeah, I know when I look at my Hotmail account, I'm like, "Who lives in this dinosaur?" <laughs> Open it up. It's just a bunch of like IMVU spam. What's even crazy? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Some Second Life shit up in there. <laughs> What's even funnier is like now when you open up the Hotmail, it defaults to Outlook. Yeah, it's because they don't own that domain anymore. <laughs> they sold it for Outlook. This shit. Some fucking email saying, "Hey, your Neopets fucking dead, man." Yeah. <laughs> the funeral. The funeral's next week if you want to fucking show up, dude. Neopets. So that. So did you guys ever play? I mean, I'm assuming so, but played a lot of Flash games as a kid too, uh, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Do you either? Of you I was remember, a Flash fiend in the fucking library. Do you guys either one of you remember Adventure Quest? Yes. I think about it now as my adult life, <laughs> trying to find it. It's a fucking app. Looks yeah. like dog shit. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. how did I ever fall in love because with it? Because the screen was like that fucking oh, big. Yeah. It I, was like the pseudo-anime style, too. I yeah. love it. And it was just... So I had thought about that recently. was like, remember when Flash games were cool? And yeah. then thinking to myself, like, can I get all of those nostalgic Flash games as apps? Because I know it cannot um, be that hard to make them apps. Coolmathgames.com saved my life. Yeah, it kept me from suiciding myself as a child. It was the, <laughs> like those flash games. That were, lemonade stand game. Uh, I felt like Trump. I was just winning. I was getting money. <laughs> I was raking it in, and I was just, I was just even just ten bucks deep. I I remember like living on Newgrounds for the longest. Oh, time, and my dad, where I found hentai, hated it. 
My dad was like, if you give me one more fucking Trojan virus on my computer, oh, I'm going to murder you. Yeah. Dude, so <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that. So your, your experience with Newgrounds is gaming. You made the offhand joke of like hentai. Mine was the hentai, but I didn't want to admit it. <laughs> oh, yeah. there. If you've been to Newgrounds, you've you've stumbled yeah. upon hentai accidentally. Well, no, but what was so you funny? don't accidentally stumble no. upon <laughs> no, 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 no. I kind of did because it's just like, oh, cool, all these games that I can play, and you play a game or two, and you will start looking at the tab, you're like, what's that? Why does that one say adult and in red? And then and then you just click it, and it's just oh, there's tits. Yeah, so like, <laughs> at that age, you don't really, like, put together what's actually happening. You're like, oh, yeah. it's just a boob. Like, I'm down here for a boob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, so mine was the animation. That's where I fell in love with Ego Raptor. Well, oh, dude, Grounds. I've been with him since fucking day one. Yeah, Metal Gear Awesome, yeah. dude. That's where, Newgrounds is where that I was started. there where he cut his fucking teeth in the... He wasn't even top ten sometimes no. on Newgrounds. But he, he cut his teeth, and he was there for years. That's where I found... Um, that fucking crackhead squirrel. Foamy? Yes. Oh. <laughs> so that's where I found Foamy, uh, uh, the Mortal Kombat in real life animation yeah. setup. Yeah. All of those. Boy. Oh, my God. This has been the best episode ever going down. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's what's great about it. We can reminisce on all these things. Such, but also kind of give our take on such it. Good, and I, back to Adventure Quest when that was running through middle school populations. Yeah. <laughs> had a buddy. I don't I'll remember his that. last name, but I had been thinking about him a lot lately. His name was Cameron. He wrote this short story. It had to be like three or four pages long. But a middle schooler, that's impressive. Yeah. This, so, shout out to Cameron if you somehow stumble your way across this podcast, but looking back on it now, the weirdest fucking kid I could have ever met in my life. Yeah. But this short story, I remember and there'll be times where like we're playing D&D and like just something that he wrote will click in my head of something that you guys do. Yeah. Like something that sticks out to me was set in a world that was high fantasy, but there was this character that I fell in love with and reading this story as terrible as I could fucking read in <laughs> fifth grade. Yeah. Um, still can't read as an adult, but that's different. It was a high fantasy and they were fighting ogres or some shit. And this, I remember seeing in my head, he wrote that this character was sliding down this vine yeah. shooting his guns at this ogre and I remember seeing it in my head yeah. so vividly. Mind you, we're in middle school. Yeah. yeah. So this kid, I was like, oh, you're gonna be something. Yeah. Fast forward like three months and I had like a crush, I guess you could say. And I was like, oh, bro, I had a dream that I had fire powers and he was like, you know what that means? And I was like, what? He's like, you have a choice in life. You can either be with this girl and get no fire powers or you could not be with her and get fire powers. And I was like, let me get firepower, bro. <laughs> Don't have firepowers to today, fucking liar. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Like, fucking K- liar. KCO's probably it's probably for the best. I made that <laughs> whole life choice off of what Cameron fucking said. And guess what? <laughs> Lied to me. Fast forward into high school times, was just running down uh, the old neighborhood, ran into him. Was not surprised at what I saw. The <laughs> classic, like, big, fat... Uh, hot topic jeans with oh, all the chains. Yeah, 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 bro. And then when I saw him, and I was like, "Okay, oh, what are you up to lately?" He's like, "Write stories and play D anD." d And I'm like, "Both of those things sound very unappealing to 16 year old Casey." And I was like, "You're a fucking nerd." Yeah. Fast forward to 26 yeah. years old. I want to write stories and play D anD. D all the time. He was onto something. But wait yeah. a minute. And then just like other like like mini clip games. 
Oh, oh mini clip. Mini clip. Oh, dude, we can't. Okay, how far down this rabbit hole are we gonna go? I don't know. I'm gonna we're... start talking about Club Penguins. Oh my god, gonna... we can't. Have a real we can't bed. talk about Club Penguins. Just that, that's a whole podcast of fucking self. Yeah, but that Neopet era, I remember losing was hours in, of my life. Did anyone get on Gaia online, or was that just the weeby me? No. <laughs> I'm with you, buddy. So there, oh, there was, I think there was like a two to three year period where I was just trying <laughs> to get into any MMO. <laughs> yeah, Gaia online. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I love it so much. So that's a deep cut. I am I am I screaming over here because yeah, still in high school. My mom's boyfriend at the time, her son moved in with us, and he was big into PC gaming. Oh, just hanging god. out. That's got oh my god. So we were hanging out, Fucking and um, <laughs> I saw him on this thing, and he was like in the forums, and he was in a gambling forum for stuff, and I was like, okay, what are you up? Like, what is this? And he was like, oh da 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 da, and explained it to me, and I was like. Oh, I gotta be a part of this. So I made my account, did the thing, and yeah, I remember losing yeah, lots of hours of <laughs> yeah. those. And like, those are those first interactions of like, oh, this is how, this is how flirting works. I remember talking to a girl that lived on an Indian reservation and thinking it was the coolest thing. <laughs> I was like, your life must be so cool. No one bothers you. She was you. probably like, this is all I do. Yeah. <laughs> Not knowing that Indian reservations are terrible living conditions yeah. with horrible school systems. Well, it's surprising because they usually don't have internet. <laughs> Cracked me up, and I was like, this is... Yeah, so that's hilarious that you bring that up. Yeah, there was uh, plenty of nights where I would be in the car chat room chatting with people, and then waking up with my laptop stolen guy online, and it's like, oh. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's so fucking funny, man. Oh, that's so that's so good. I, had, flash games I had moments like that with Puzzle Pirates. I've never played Pokemon. No idea what the words uh, you just said. You know what? Just don't. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You're better off not knowing. But yeah, so like Neopets had the same thing of like showing off all your Neopets. Yeah. Getting mad that I couldn't get the cool fucking paint that I wanted. So my household didn't have a computer till I was in middle school. Didn't have internet till we, I was in middle school. Same with like online gaming. Didn't have any of that. So my involvement with Neopets was the little like pocket games they had where you got the little plastic figure oh, you and you actually got the eggs and play yeah. it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, these are pretty cool. And when people were talking about them, they'd be talking about things with Neopets. I was like, I never did that. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's because the whole it website. wasn't yeah. that. Oh. Yeah. Very quickly, my household also became, I could only play Guy Online in the living room because when the computer was in its own separate room, Teenage Casey got into a lot of trouble. <laughs> Can't be left alone. Untrustworthy. But that was good times, man. What, what did you got a Trojan trying to get what Gaia Gold? What's that? <laughs> I can't oh my god, I can't tell you how many times my dad would fucking yell at me when he would come out of his room into the living room and I would be on Newgrounds, like just playing whatever game. Yeah. And he's like, What website are you on? I'm like, oh, I'm on Newgrounds, and he's like Get off! <laughs> you're, you're killing me, dude. You're destroying my computer. And now to this day, my dad is obsessed with antivirus software. Oh, He's yeah. like, you got to get this. <laughs> Everything you open has to go into a sandbox first before you can really open it. I'm like, I did this to you. <laughs> this is my, this my You know what, Casey? It's probably for the The best. monster <laughs> I created of this antivirus person is... is his. My parents, oh, my dad, man, he makes some mistakes. 
I mean, all you really need is malware bites and the geek um, uninstaller, and you're set. Dude, I'm so safe about my shit now that I literally just use the Windows Defender. I don't install any antivirus because yeah. I just have fucking ad blocker, and that blocks anything, anything. malicious. Yeah. Anything that could hop from an ad or anything, fucking gone. Microsoft did a really smart move with Windows Defender of just integrating what like Norton and all the yeah. top ones. Yeah, did. it's just on the it's just on the overhead of Windows in general. Yeah, now it's just built baked yeah. into the system. That's why security patches are important, people. No, they fuck everything up though. They do. You can't you can't say that there's not a give and take when you do that <laughs> shit. Alrighty, boys, that was a good one. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, it was a good time. Any shout outs? You shouted out every friend you have this week. I was like one friend. Two friends. Two friends. Oh, yeah, Joe. Kyle and Joe. I would like to shout out to Aracel, my artist friend, who did the logo for Earth the Mothership. We're going to have a Twitter page and possibly Facebook page coming here pretty soon, so keep an eye out for that. Do you want to shout out on my Twitch, Tokage Gaming? I'll put it in the description for how to spell it. Same with the Twitter. Watch um, it. I made it look really good. It looks super good. And yeah. every design that you made, Jordan, I. <laughs> I want you to. Alright, let's not boast about me on the podcast. You're so good. You're so good. Uh, Same with the Twitter. Hopefully, here soon, the YouTubes. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you so much for tuning into Earth to Mothership. We'll see you guys next week.